Hello there. It's them. Blast them. Roger, roger. We're doomed. What have we done? This is madness. I got a bad feeling about this. When you talk about the book of, though, can you literally do his voice and be like, the book of Baba Fett. Oh, God, no, Boba I can't cannot pull that the off. The book of Yoda. It's so funny. I, can't, I don't want to disrespect the church. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect the church. I don't, don't want to blaspheme. That's fair. That's fair. So funny. Those videos make my day. Oh, I think I, the Luke one was my favorite. <laughs> the book of Luke. I like because I think he specifically targeted Mark Hamill. I liked the uh, I liked the book of Jar Jar because the oh like so young is like shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was hysterical. So funny. My book of. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. Hi. I'm Cassie. <laughs> I'm Maggie, and we will get into Star Wars in one second. But okay. we already did get into Star Wars. Oh like, my god! Two weeks in a row. We're on Look a fucking roll. Yeah. Like almost like we remember what our show's about. <laughs> Almost, 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 doing fantastic, guys. Uh, it's fine. Oh, I'm getting the sparkles. We are yes. drinking um a beer with glitter in it. Not glitter that I put in it. No, it came with the glitter it in it. Came with the glitter. Is it? This is a sour ale made with fruity fruity cereal from Duclaw called Unicorn Farts. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lovely beer. If you if you see it, buy it. Roll the can a little bit so you get the glitter effect. Drink unicorn farts. It's yeah. Delicious. <laughs> Things I never thought I would ever utter. Oh, Drink yeah. No, unicorn. I work at a place unicorn that sells farts. this, so I actually actively recommend people. Actively say this to customers like, like, on a regular basis. Do you have any sours that you like right now? And I'm like, unicorn farts. I really like the unicorn farts. They're delicious. I like the unicorn <laughs> farts, and I like the cantina hyena. There we go. And also, they're just, like, fun to say. Yeah. I'm, like, craft beer companies are kind of killing it. Yeah, they really are. That is an interesting aftertaste. It's like <laughs> I can taste the glitter. <laughs> what it is wait, like, what is what does glitter taste like? It tastes like the mermaid parade and pride. So, <laughs> <laughs> what else would it taste like? So this is accurate, the month of June. <laughs> Why else would we be drinking a glittery beer? Happy I, Pride everyone. Happy Pride everyone. Cheers. Yes. Oh, cheers to just celebrating people existing. I like it. I know. I like it. We should celebrate more people existing. We absolutely should. And then we should celebrate some people existing less. And then some people existing less. But. (laughs) I still think typically the Mermaid Parade and Pride fall in the same month. I still, I've never been to the Mermaid Parade. Oh my gosh. Well, they pushed it back this year. They pushed it out of September. And it's on the day of a concert I am desperately trying to go to. What day of the week is it? They also made it on a Sunday. It's typically on a Saturday. Oh, fuck yeah. You can go. I, I normally can never go to. I normally could never go to the Mermaid Parade because I was always working. Yeah, it's always on a that, Saturday. Yeah, I was always working on a Saturday and I never was able to go. You can go now. Well, you have fun. If I can properly snag tickets to this concert, I desperately want to go to Bleachers. I what? Jack Antonoff, one of my favorite music producers of today. He has helped Taylor yes. Swift produce her last several that is, albums. That is a person. I hundred percent knew that. Is this how it feels when I say that on the podcast and I don't yes, know what you're talking about exactly what I'm like, God damn it, Maggie. How do you not know this? <laughs> I have like That's two it. areas That's that I am that I'm knowledgeable enough to talk about. Star Wars and craft beer. I just feel like I've been a bad friend because I haven't shared his music with you. I'm pretty sure I have. They're always on my story. But you- that's okay. You probably have. The only thing is, like, I hear music and, like, I'll enjoy a song and I will retain no information about the artist. Oh, okay. My brain just, like, like, who is this? I'm adding it to my playlist now. No, like, my brain just will not retain that. And then, like, a month later, I'll be like, what was that one song where there was a lyric that was like, oh, the sun on my shoulders. (laughs) And then then I have to, like, go through Google, like, Google. Google. Cover Me in Sunshine by Pink and Her Child. (laughs) Wait, there's an actual song like that? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I was just pulling sunshine. Oh, fuck. I was just pulling shit out of my ass. <laughs> Is that how you write songs? Yeah, apparently. Well, lyrics. I don't know. Okay, now I we're now we're just writer. in now we're just insulting songwriters and poets. No, so we're now, not. It could be their process. Did they just pull it out of their ass? Yeah. Like I do with the notes for this but show they every week. Write it down so then they remember it later. That's the worst part. Like, 
I realize this is like the fourth week in a row where I have literally done the research and I've read the article. Like I've, I read the book. I looked up articles, all this shit. And I just had no desire to write notes. <laughs> so I wait until the day of and then I like panic at like 730 in the morning. I was like, I haven't written my notes. And then it takes me like an hour and a half to write them because I already did all the reading. I absolutely think you should just wing it one week with no notes. No notes. Have you met me? Yeah. Do you think that would go well? It'll be entertaining for me. <laughs> if I didn't get, if I didn't You're get. like, that's a terrible idea. That's a horrible idea. I have, there's a lot of shit going on <gasps> right now that I have to pay attention to. You're like, there's already so much I can't handle. Like, I have to pay attention, I have to pay attention to what that looks like on the computer screen. Yeah. Making sure that's still lighting it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there, there's moving cogs here. I am so glad one of us shows up and knows what they're doing. My one job in this podcast, we've said it from the very beginning, my job is to show up. We also do social media. I do social media. And, and found- I'm supposed to have a hot take and that never happens. Yeah. And then we found out that apparently we should really have a Twitter. Yeah. So really, social media. And also our social manager. media needs to be a little less accessible to me when I am out parting my face <laughs> I apologize to everyone who might have seen the story I posted last night before deleting it. She showed up. It was supposed to be on my personal page. She showed up here today. We sat on the balcony like we like we do. Like we do. And then she was like, I'm so sorry about that story last night. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I have been hermiting all week. Like I have no idea what you're talking about. I literally have done nothing. Yeah, it was I have I have been an insomniac with no desire to leave my room. That's fair. But yeah, it was basically me and Ashley singing our faces off with everyone else at Mary's Crisis. That was supposed to be on my personal page. <laughs> I mean, wait, fired. Why didn't you leave it up? Because because I'm just going to let you know if I, I should have. I if, absolutely should if have. If I had done that, you know I would have left it up. You know that I've drunk posted on our Instagram before. I know because you've, what's so funny to me is when Maggie will be like, oh, I'm going to do something on the socials. And I'm going to do this. And I'm like so proud of her. But then sometimes she'll do it. And I'm like, you just reposted exactly what I just posted. Like there was one time that you're like, we were tagged in something. I think it was my personal page reposting the the oh, I've got a bad yeah, feeling page. Yeah. So because we were tagged, it shows up in your messages. Yeah. But we I posted the original one. So then Maggie decided, add add this to your story because we're tagged in again. Did I do that on the Instagram? So it was like did I do little... that on the podcast Instagram? I thought I was doing that on my Instagram. See? Huh. So you forget to switch accounts. I'm you sorry. No, I thought it was hilarious. Thing. But also that was so funny. I was like, I don't think Maggie realized that no, she posted No, no idea. I, this, is the <laughs> so first, this is the first I'm hearing about it. it made but me also, so I'm fairly certain I know what day that was. Uh-huh. And I was very high. Well, yeah, that was my problem last night. That's fine. <laughs> That's why I got confused. We know what we're doing. We're professionals, guys. We are professionals. God, I would are be we? so fired if I were in the social media company or like a legitimate what? company. Or I would just like have oh, no, to fuck. log out. I just out. realized that like if you count this as a job, which uh, some some weeks I do. <laughs> Sometimes you do. Sometimes. But if you count this as a job, I just realized like, oh, fuck. I drink at all three of my jobs. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Because I... I a drink at the bar. I don't get drunk at my job, guys. I just try beers and sometimes we... You buy. also are supposed to. You work at a craft yeah. beer store. Yeah. That's fair. That's accurate. Yeah. At least at this job, like, we know who our bosses are and they're okay with it. At I the, checked at with this her one? And, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> wait, Maggie, we're, we're the bosses. Okay. Did you forget about that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm always expecting somebody. I feel like that's why I always wait till the last minute to write my notes is because yeah. I'm waiting for somebody to tell me that I need to do them. And then I remember that I'm the person that's supposed to tell me right? that I need You're to like, do them. You're like, oh, shit. I'm in charge here. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Who yeah. left me in charge? Yeah, and then all like my voiceover jobs just come in randomly. So half the time, like yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Those jobs We're are rough. Fantastic. Those jobs take multiple takes and some editing skills. That's fair. That's accurate. Thanks. Well, on that note, <laughs> on that fun note, do you actually have a hot take this week? I, I just pulled mine do. out of my ass. I do. I forgot <laughs> my like really profound hot take that I had last week. Oh, that's right. I had a really profound one. It's gone. I don't remember it. Damn I'm sorry, it. guys. <laughs> We should have written it down. Yeah. I forgot about that. 
This is why my notes are always so long. I, I forgot, and then you just reminded me, and you can't even deliver. Yeah, I, no. Cool, Maggie. But, no, no. You want to know what my <laughs> fucking hot take is? My fucking hot take this week. I'm not angry about it, um, by the way. But passionate about it. I'm very passionate about it because last week when I told you that I wanted to talk about inhibitor chips, mm-hmm. you were like, that's really depressing. That's really this? That's and what it's you wanna, my worst fear. That's what you want to go with? And I was like, no, it's relevant. It's super relevant to what's going to be happening in the Bad Batch soon. I'm 100% sure this is going to come it, up. Or were you just torturing me? No, it, it obviously isn't because I, I told Cassie that I'm like, this is going to come up soon. This is going to be a big deal. Like, this is like, this is the time to do an episode about inhibitor chips. Mm-hmm. And then Friday's episode, which I didn't know what it was about before we recorded that, was entirely about inhibitor chips. I'm a fucking psychic. Why are you yelling at me? I'm very because proud of I'm you. I'm psychic. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. You did call that. You did call that. I did. That. I called the shit out of that and I didn't even know I was calling that. So if if on it. if tomorrow's episode has to deal with the bounty hunters guild, I don't know what I'm gonna do, guys. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how I'm gonna handle that. It's so gonna... that's what we're talking about this week, the bounty hunters guild. Oh yeah. I already I, I feel like every... you've told me that like five times and I always Yeah, forget. I also told everyone that last week to prove that I could go, that I could stick with a topic. Yes. From my idea the week prior to recording it. Good job. I'm Proved so proud you of you. wrong. Bam. I You're like, if... and that is the only week I will be doing that. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I don't know if you know this. I usually <laughs> give Cassie like an indication of what I want to do topic-wise. And then the day before, like there's uh, like 60 to 70% chance that I will change the topic. 100%. Since I have the attention span of a gnat. No worries. It happens. Yeah. Which is why we have this podcast. Woo! What's Doing your great. hot take? My hot take mm-hmm. is... Sorry, guys. I already know what her hot take is. <laughs> so when you meet a, like, celebrity figure that's a friend of a friend, absolutely... Like you because you just have Like you do. Who are friends of friends. Absolutely <laughs> ask them what their lightsaber color would be, or... Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely tell them about your Star Wars podcast, one, and then ask them because they will have an answer for you. They will tell you what their lightsaber color is because they have taken the quiz. I was so happy and so impressed. I'm sorry. Can we back up to the point where you just implied that all of our listeners have friends who are friends with celebrities and they also have Star Wars podcasts? Did I? Yeah, you you like well like when you meet a celebrity, oh, yeah. no, a friend absolutely. of a friend, you need to tell them about your Star Wars podcast. No, oh, yeah, absolutely, because that's not a hypothetical situation at all. No, <laughs> no, but they will have an answer for you, and I was very impressed. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing, and it wasn't You're a boring cool one. And it, was it wasn't not a boring, boring one. one. That was awesome. I know. Like, if he had said, like, blue or green, it would have been like, eh. It would have been like, did you really take the quiz or Mm, you're just choosing that because you want to be Luke? Okay, basic bitch. Yeah. No. No. He had a legitimate answer. It was orange. Orange. Yeah, the one that I knew the least about. I know. find the least information. But I was like, it really made me go, him and Him and Yaddle. Him and Yaddle. Done. Brilliant. And the kid from the video game. Oh, yeah. Cal Cal Kestis. Yeah. But anyway. I keep trying to... Because Cal Kestis is Battlefront, I want to say. No, these people. I don't either. I'm not good at. I'm not good at video games, guys. Like the closest I've ever gotten to. Like, I, I used to have the Star Wars Super Nintendo video game, mm-hmm. which is very hard. It never got past the second level, and never then played I've it. played Knights of the Old Republic on my phone. Okay. In which. I don't, and, and if anyone has played Knights, of, I don't know if Knights of the Old Republic is like different on a PC or a console than it is on your phone, um, because that's the only access to what I have. Um, and if somebody can please tell me this, I'd be very grateful. But I found that, and I've only ever played it as a female character, mm-hmm. because now I've gotten too far and I'm afraid to start over because it took me way too long to get to where I'm at. Okay. But when you play as a female character, the like the the like male like computer character that you're like get like stuck with keeps flirting with me, oh. and it's like so you're like mm. like are we in a re- is this happening? But this but happening? but if you play as a male character, does the other character do they flirt with you? Because this dude is flirty as fuck with me. Oh damn! And. I need to know, especially because like you'll be like having these like little walkie things, and then like 
he wants to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, really? Does he want to talk to me? Because it feels like every time I go to talk to him, he's like, I don't want to talk. And I'm like, why is the computer... I I, I get enough of this in real life. I don't need this in a video game. Like, I do not need this in a video game. I do not need a man telling, like, pretending like he wants to talk to me. And then when I ask him what's wrong, he's like, "Mm, it's nothing. I don't want to talk about it. Like, I, I don't need that. That's too realistic. But that to me shows how authentic that video game is. No, it's bullshit. I don't want to deal with that. I don't need to deal Men with a man talk about their emotions. Even I in the have video game enough world. problems <laughs> on my own. I do not need to deal with a computer-generated male's problems. That's fair. That's fair. Also, I'm pretty sure I'm like I'm falling to the dark side in that game. I haven't played in a couple months, but the last the last time I checked it, I was like leaning more towards the dark side. I keep robbing people well maggie you wouldn't be you if you weren't falling a little bit to the dark side <laughs> you like you just, you just like game. run around this like i'm like i've been running around this city and every time i go in a room they're like you want to check this thing there's someone who's like don't take anything from me and i was like mm, i'm gonna take this shit out of your like footlocker yeah. because you can so you i can. just i keep robbing people absolutely That's, i'm mean, trying to survive live your life do your thing All right. Well, (laughs) enjoy this ad while we take a quick break and then we'll dive right into the Bounty Hunters Guild. Woo! All right, Bounty Hunters Guild. I stuck with the topic. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Okay, so tell me all about it. Go. So the Bounty Hunters Guild, they're also known as the Bondsman Guild or just as the Bounty Guild. Okay. Uh, this, This guild has existed in some variation for the past 25,000 years in a galaxy far, far away. Interesting. A long time ago. Got it. Yeah. Uh, So the earliest records claim that from like what I could find seemed to claim that the first really like true guild was in the Kashyyyk system. And the Kashyyyk Kashyyyk is where the Wookiees are from. Okay. And basically it was a social club for Trandoshian hunters. And Trandoshians really, they like to kidnap people and then play the most dangerous games. So they, they they just abduct people and then they hunt them for sport. So the very first- What? Yeah. That's Ahso- awful. Oh, Ahsoka got picked up by oh uh, Trandoshians and hunted. You just, you're throwing a lot out. It, we, right we, off the bat. We literally just started. Like, okay, great. Like this is like- I mean, I should have known. These are literally bounty hunters. Like what else did you expect? Okay. <laughs> It's fine. I'm doing great. Yeah. So most of this is coming from the Bounty Hunters Code book, which of all of my Star Wars manuals that I have, because I've got like the Jedi Path, the Sith one, the Imperial Handbook, and the Bounty Hunters Code. Not really. Bounty Hunters Code is probably the most boring of all of them, which I find hysterical. That is really (laughs) because it's so about it. It's so into just like the inner workings of how the Bounty Hunters Guild (laughs) works, and I'm like. I'm fascinated by it, but it's kind of a dry read. I love that you openly admit that it's the most boring. So you're like, so yeah, let's do an episode on it. What? I decided this before. Before you dove in and realized how boring the book is. That's funny. It's boring for some people. I found it fascinating. Like these were some of the easiest notes that I ever wrote. That's fair. But I also know that I have a very different perspective on, like, what I find interesting than yeah. other people find interesting. So you're so, like, strap in, guys. We're going on this go. ride. We're going to see how this shit works. Yeah. So the Bounty not. Hunters Code, um, it says in there, republics may fall, empires may ride, but the Bounty Hunters Guild stands strong. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter who's in power. These guys are still going to be working. Okay. And they're, they, yeah, they mm-hmm. will be there. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the requirements for joining the Bounty Hunters Guild. Each candidate for membership in the Bounty Hunters Guild must be sponsored by at least one existing member of the Bounty Hunters Guild. Okay. Pretty simple, straightforward. To sponsor. Okay. Yeah. Each candidate for membership in the Bounty Hunters Guild must pay an evaluation fee of 750 credits. I love that you explaining this. You are 100% doing your voiceover customer service voice mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was up all night. I was up all night working. I'm like stuck in that voice. I'm like, what is happening? Each candidate for membership. I hate this. Stop it. I'm like, I don't know who you are right now, but you're not Maggie. Shut it down. 
People pay me for that voice. You're getting it for free. I love that. They pay you yeah, for that each voice. Candidate. Don't talk to me that way. Because right. I know it's like condescending. <laughs> no, it's super condescending. So That's like, condescending. It's like I really just do my condescending voice. Right? Because I know you. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know why you're talking to me in this voice right now, but cut it out. <laughs> it's a lot of ups and downs. So much. Yeah. It's annoying. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> each candidate for membership in the Bounty Hunters Guild must have a minimum of five confirmed captures with bounty payouts totaling at least 20,000 credits. Okay. Is this start- you gotta have a resume. Yeah. You gotta have a little I was bit gonna of say, a I was gonna say, bounty as, resume. As a fellow actor, is this sounding somewhat familiar to you? <laughs> right? A little yeah. bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Each candidate for membership in the Bounty Hunters Guild must survive the initiation test. Wow, okay. And then, before we get into what initiation tests are... There are exceptions um, to to how you can join. You can be a member of an affiliate uh, affiliate of the Bounty Hunters Guild. Um, you can be a legacy. Okay. You can have specific like specialities. Like, are you like you're really good at hunting this one specific type of species? You're really good in desert climates, that sort of thing. Or there's also the golden exception: if the boss wants you in, you're in. Okay. Yeah. So nepotism. 100%. So it's Hogwarts. <laughs> I feel like it's harder to get into the Bounty Hunters Guild than it is to get into Hogwarts. You All never these qualifications. Go with what I think <laughs> <laughs> one of these weeks, you're going gonna to be right. You're going to be right. The, the one that disappointed me the most was the uh, Ventress episode where you just didn't have a Harry Potter reference and it was an episode about a fucking space witch. I failed miserably that episode. I, I God. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah, that, I just like to bring up your failures. <laughs> one time. All right, so initiation. Initiation into the Bounty Hunters Guild, you're either going to like fight another guild member and like mm-hmm. blood in, blood out kind of deal. And, uh, like, so you do that, and in order to be accepted, you either have to not make an ass out of yourself or not die. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, so, like, you you know, that route, you're pretty safe. You're pretty much safe. Or you go to something, like, there is there is a, um, can't remember the, damn it, every week there's something where I realize, like, I read that name and I didn't write it down, and now I don't remember the name. No, there we go. But you go to, there, there is a planet, there is a, uh, initiate, there is another Bounty Hunters initiation, and it's called The Box. Okay. And The Box is essentially, like, Star Wars Thunderdome. Oh, God. Uh, so <laughs> basically, six men enter, or women. Okay. One being leaves. Okay. Of. Um... <laughs> Basically, the first hunter out of the box becomes a guild member. All right. Uh, fun fact, Obi-Wan Kenobi actually survived the box when he was doing his, like, face-off. When he What? Yeah, I, I told you about this. When Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan had to go undercover as a criminal, and they did, like, face-off surgery, but they can't help Padme when she's pregnant or let her know that she's having twins. Beside the point, I won't let that go. I'm sorry. If did you, you tell me this? I feel like you did not. Or I, I was very inebriated, I 100% so I told you this because then I made you watch Face Off. Oh. I, I literally only made you watch Face Off because of this. That's fair. If that was a week with the margaritas, though, that is 100% why I don't remember. Oh, yeah. No, that was a bad week. I don't remember that show at all. Right? <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's not just me. Uh, yeah, but he uh, he did actually, Obi-Wan Kenobi actually did survive the box. The Thunderdome. The Thunderdome of Star It will Wars. forever be known as that. That's amazing. All right. So the the creed of the Bounty Hunters Guild. Okay. Wait. So the, that means that Obi-Wan's a part of the Bounty Hunters Guild? No. No. What? So, okay. So, so the, 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 where he goes into the box, it's he's competing with other. He's posing as a guild member. Yes, already he's already an established. He, the guy he's posing as is an established bounty hunter. Okay, they send a bunch of bounty hunters into the box to see what team they're gonna send to Naboo for the Festival of Lights to kidnap the Chancellor. I'm still saying on a technicality, Obi-Wan Kenobi is a part of the Bounty Hunters Yeah, Guild. you know, I, I feel like that's fair. He's, but I don't right. know, I don't... I he's honest, like an honorary member. <laughs> I, I honestly, though, I don't remember if he was the first one out. 
Because it's the first one out that gets automatic guild membership. Heard. Uh, so that I don't know. All right. So the Bounty Hunters Creed. Uh, and this is what the book says. All bounty hunters know the creed and the real ones actually follow it. Oh, wow. All so right. There are six tenets of the Bounty Hunters Creed. Tenant number one. Mm-hmm. People don't have bounties. Only acquisitions have bounties. So okay. basically, once once a being in this galaxy has a bounty put on their head, they are no longer a person. They become merchandise. Wow. Yeah. Like as soon Han as Han Solo was so objectified. Poor thing. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Tenant number two. Capture by design, kill by necessity. Oh wow. They okay. do not kill needlessly. Okay. Like the the I respect that. Yeah, they the whole goal is to bring the bounty in alive unless it specifically says that it wants them brought in dead. But if it says dead or alive, the goal is to bring them in alive. Okay, that's fair. No hunter shall slay another hunter. And this this rule does not apply to hunters that have been kicked out of the guild. Okay. It does apply to independent hunters. Okay. But if you were a member of the guild and kicked out of the guild, you're fair game. That's okay. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, Number four, no hunter shall interfere with another's hunt. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, to me, these are all like common sense laws. Oh, they're all common sense laws. Like, it's amazing how much common sense shit there is in the Bounty Hunters Code. That's funny. Uh, Number five, in the hunt, one captures or kills, never both. So basically, if if you capture live, you deliver alive. Okay. If you capture them dead, you deliver. I don't, I don't know how you would reverse. I was about to say, <laughs> uh, but, but they they really do that one. Bro. They, they 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 don't accept the excuse of um oh he was trying to flee so I had to kill him. Okay. Or he was resisting so I had to kill him. Bounty okay. hunters code does not accept that. If you are if you take them alive, you need to deliver them alive. You. Okay. Yeah, they they don't play that game. I like it. I like it. Number six, no hunter shall refuse aid to another hunter. Okay, I like that. Yeah, and um, by if another hunter asks you for help, it is uh, expected, like on on a hunt, mm-hmm. um, it is expected that you are going to receive ten to forty percent of that bounty, depending on how much help you provide. Okay. And so they they all kind of know this. They agree to it. They Cool. Yeah. I uh, have mad respect for this guild. These these so like credences are like common sense to us because it's just like common courtesy. Oh yeah. Like it's manners. Like, I'm amazed. Don't forget your manners. I'm amazed at how much like not like there how many like regulations and rules and how like strict they are. From especially from what we see of bounty hunters, you you think them to be like willy-nilly just running around the galaxy yeah, like just no. picking people like no these guys put in the work i feel like the bounty hunters of um star wars are the mismanners of like what we know like they're like okay oh, hey, guys we have to follow these rules like if you're their version of going to etiquette school is being said to be a bounty hunter yeah, oh my God, like the the fees that these guys pay yeah that's so funny to me. And like knowing that too, saying that, like this is like etiquette class for Star Wars. Please but it's tell coming me. from the bounty hunters. Like the bounty hunters and seem to have more of a code than like some of the anyone else in the galaxy. Or the Jedi. Like literally anyone else in like, the galaxy. They seem to have more oversight. Yeah. And like more um what's the word I'm thinking of? Accountability. Yeah. Then, like, the Jedi who, like, legit just straight up commit war crimes. Yeah. So, Anakin Skywalker, like, fakes a surrender yeah. to take, to to defeat an enemy, which is, like, in our world, a war crime. <laughs> Literally a war crime, guys. <laughs> so, that being said, like, knowing, yeah. like, this is, like, the etiquette of the galaxy, <laughs> please tell me. Is the Mandalorian and Boba Fett, are they a part of the Bounty Hunters Guild? Yeah. Yeah, they both are. Love that. These upstanding gentlemen. And now that, like, just, like, thinking about it, like, of, like, now that I've read and, like, seen all these regulations that they have to go through, Din Djarin does break the code a lot of times, but only, it only seems that he really, like, but also he adheres to it a lot as well. Got it. 
like you can see the points that like oh yeah that's a part of the code that's a part yeah. of the code that's a part of the code well it also explains why the mandalorian and boba fett are so likable yeah they're upstanding chips they got etiquette <laughs> they got manners <laughs> am i wrong i'm not wrong does boba have manners apparently all right all right all right let's get into some administrative shit <laughs> oh god <laughs> You see why I got excited about this? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. No. So your dues annually to the Bounty Hunters Guild are 2,000 credits. Okay. The guild gets a cut of every bounty. Okay. Um, every guild member must submit to an evaluation by the guild master's agent every three years or once a year for uh, people, for the probationary mm-hmm. uh, guild members. If you fail two evaluations, you're out. No exceptions. This is SAG. Yeah, this is absolutely this absolutely is, this is SAG. SAG. This is actors' equity. This is yeah. any, like this is like they're like we're gonna make a joke for all the actors in oh Star Wars right now, and we're just gonna write SAG into the universe. You're welcome. If you wanna if you wanna join the guild, then you have to get credit. Yes. Oh my god. And pay us. You have to get points and credits. So accurate. All right. Rules. Because they have rules. Of course. Um, accept the job your guild contractor gives you. Mm-hmm. They give you a job, you take the job. Two, don't question your guild contractor. Dinjarin does break that that rule. Do I know who that is? I don't know who that is. That's the Mandalorian. That's his name? Yeah. Did I know that? I don't know what you know and what you don't know anymore. <laughs> what? That's his name. Oh, Everybody called calls him Mando. Yeah, yeah, Mando. Yeah, that was but his name. his name is Din Djarin. I did not know that. Yeah. I know that now. Um, Good talk. <laughs> number three, never deny aid to a guild member. Okay. Number four, don't poach in another hunter's territory. Mm. Number five, submit any disputes between hunters to the guild for arbitration. Interesting. Dun, dun, dun. I wonder if we're going to get introduced to the guild in the next season of Mando. We've been introduced to them a little bit because um, Carl Weathers' character is his... Um, oh. He's his, um, like, his guild contractor. He's the one that he's getting the job from. Duh. It, okay. Yeah. So arbitrations, uh, they're basically their trials and sentencing. You need a minimum of six members to settle disputes. Okay. Disputes will be settled within 30 days of when the dispute is filed. So it's like a council. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then uh, the disputes usually end with someone forking over credits or they get in a fist fight. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, they're not right. like, it's not the best HR department, but you know, it's pretty good. But it's also a testosterone run guild. So, yeah, it it's surprise like, me let at them, all. Let them get it out of their system. Absolutely. All right, bounties. So, so, most work comes through the government. Whatever government's in power, be it the Republic, be it the Empire, be it, you know, the New Republic, like whatever. Sounds all right. Um, in the Empire, though, most of the work came from the Imperial Office of Criminal Investigation. I figure most of the work came from the gangsters of. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, they, a lot. A lot comes from the gangsters. Jabba was like always had uh, someone out there who he wanted his head. Yeah. So the bounty comes through as an NCR or a notice of sim- a notice of civil remendation. Okay, that's a that's the right remendation. Don't you say that? Like, remand? You'd be remanded to custody? Oh. Remandation? 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 I don't know. I've never heard that word before. I don't know. We got stuck on that word, and then we paused for a while to go pee, and then I tried to say it again, and I was like, ah, I still don't know that word. Um, so basically, as soon as the bounty notice goes up, the acquisition, or the person who has the bounty out on them, they officially are an outlaw, and they are stripped of all their rights. Oh, wow. They okay. no longer have any rights as a citizen of the, at least within the Empire. They have no longer have any rights as a citizen within the Empire once there's a bounty on their head. Well, damn. I know. They, That's these shitty. bounty hunters have a lot of power. They a have lot a of lot of power. Legal power. Oh, like, all of scary. this is legal. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Um, so the jobs, when you, when you get a bounty, it comes from your guild contractor, your bounty broker, or your agent, if you will. <laughs> Full members can also get bounties through, like, specific, like, search engines that they can just go through. What? Yeah, they, they can just, like, it's like their own, like, bounty hunter, like, Google. What? <laughs> what would their bounty hunter Google be called? Oh, it, ha- it has names. Bounty it's, who? 
Is that a Yahoo? <laughs> ask Boba. Oh my God, yes! <laughs> ask Boba. Bounty Who, Ask Boba. Ask Boba. Um, Hunters instead of Google. No, I don't know. I don't like that one. I don't like that one either. I'm sure there's a bounty hunter's name that like fits with Google. Right. <laughs> and I just oh can't my think gosh. Of it. Uh, there are also uh, just like hosting agencies, like places that they can, like physical places that they can go to. And these places that, and like the posting agencies that they go to, they're essentially like one stop bounty shops. If you have yeah. the right password, you can get downstairs and they've got like weapons, they got like a store. You can get some bounties there. You don't want to hang out there too long. Yeah. Because if uh, a high-profile acquisition is being hunted, and if you're hanging out at the uh, posting agencies too long, they could potentially hit the posting agencies and kill you. Uh, There are also underworld bounties, blacklist, uh, which are like elite bounties, corporate it like the the book literally says that if you're looking for like corporate bounties to to find the corporate bounties and then contact their HR department because then you can negotiate a higher price. Wow. So uh Star Wars has HR departments. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Do you see why I told you I got really excited about this? It's just funny to me like I know, it's because ridiculous. I'm sorry like what makes me laugh through to be completely honest what it's makes like me laugh so through, much bureaucracy through half of our subjects is someone took the time to do this to I really dive into Star Wars universe and be like oh we're gonna make rules and regulations and to take the time to like have actual jobs and storylines and make I, it their reality I, I, I think that's what makes this franchise so wonderful is because the world is so fleshed out so funny and you don't get that from a lot of franchises like that we know that like we're talking about how like bureaucracy works with bounty hunters like what the fuck and that there are actual rules written down now i'm pretty sure the book that i used to research this is now considered i believe it's considered legends now it's not technically canon okay but the bounty hunters guild Mm -hmm. is canon Okay. And they're and it seems like the Man- Mandalorian is bringing a lot of these uh, yeah. ideas back in. It just makes me laugh too because I'm it's like so funny. I love it. Yeah. So I just think it's funny because like I can definitely nerd out on yeah. some Marvel and we'll deep dive into that universe yeah. and like obviously Star Wars but, as well. But the Marvel universe is so similar to our own universe that there's a lot of things that you don't need to necessarily think about. That's true. Is because we know how a. We know how a bar works. Yeah. In that we know how the police force works yeah. in Marvel. I just it, still think it's funny. Yeah. Like I, that I, people but, took the time to be like, oh yeah, we're gonna make this a thing. Yeah. Go for that. Uh, Let's do it. There's your also, life. Whatever makes you happy. You you also have like imperial security bounties, and those generally fall under the category of failure to comply with the precepts of Emperor Palpatine's new order. All right. So basically, when you get a bounty, we saw this in The Mandalorian, you get a hollow puck. Mm-hmm. And, or the holo. Hollow? Hollow. Yeah, hollow. Because hologram. Yeah. I need to get over this little insomnia bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I really do. Sorry, That's guys. okay. Uh, so you get a hollow puck. And the hollow puck, it'll list the details of a bounty, the amount of credits you'll get, you'll get for it, the circumstances of, like, why this person has a bounty on them the operational jurisdiction, and the conditions required to collect the bounty on them. Okay. That, like, do they need to be alive? Do they need to have, like, a specific thing with them? Do you need their ship with them? Or, like, you know, whatever. Let's get into bounty classifications. Let's do it. The classifications kind of blow my mind because they rank crimes kind of differently than I would. Okay. And you'll see in a minute. Okay. So we're going to start with the, like, top tier. That is most wanted. This is their America's most wanted. They're like making TV shows about okay. this. Everybody in the galaxy is seeing the the hollows about this. So for most wanted, you're gonna get two hundred thousand credits or more. Okay. Now two hundred thousand is the base for this. Okay. And that is gonna include crimes of conspiracy, sedition, or treason, destruction of imperial property in excess of. 250,000 credits. I forgot the two lines of text. Mm-hmm. Impersonation of an imperial officer, flight to avoid imperial prosecution, or obstruction of imperial authority. 
All right, we're really deep diving into this. Okay. All, all of things that we have seen our main characters in Star Wars do. I was about to say. 100% do. The galactic category is 50,000 to 200,000 credits. Okay. That is aggression against a member of the Imperial Armed Forces, bribery of an Imperial officer, transportation of restricted items, piracy, or possession of a cloaking device. Oh my God. The next step down. Does the invisibility cloak exist in the Star Wars universe? No, but cloaking devices do. Okay, great. But it's not a piece of fabric that you can throw over. So no, it doesn't exist. Bad joke. Bam. Continue. I know. I just wanted to poke holes in your joke. (laughs) No pun intended. Uh, The regional category, that is going to be 20,000 credits to 75,000 credits. Murder of Imperial government personnel. Okay. Murder is below bribery. Well, yeah. This is the first (laughs) instance of, like, where they're like, really murdered someone. Like, it's not that bad. I bribed that guy. Like, that's shitty, man. How dare you? (laughs) Forgery. Operating an unlawful starship. Or transporting stolen goods. All right. And now we're going to get into sector system and planetary. And those are going to run about 3,000 credits to 50,000 credits. Aiding and abetting. Okay. Murder. Just murder. Just generally. I went through three other categories till I got to just straight up (laughs) murder. straight up murder. Maybe don't do that, bro. Kidnapping. Possession of an illegal weapon. Smuggling. Breaking into an imperial installation. Or jamming official communications. That jamming communications is ranked on the same level as murder. As murder, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And smuggling. Like, priorities are a little skewed in the Empire. Right? Like, we (laughs) thought that maybe there was some morality there and etiquette. And then it's like, "Mm, but is there? And then we also have, like, we have uh, the underworld bounties. And these are usually, for the most part, they're from the Hut clan on, like, the Hutt clan leaders on Nalhutta. And basically a quote-unquote crime can be anything that just pisses off a hut. Oh, that, <laughs> ma- yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds about, that, that totally tracks. tracks. That tracks. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, there's one story in the book of um, some guy mispronouncing something in Huttese in front of Zero the Hut, and he got mad and put a 20,000 uh, $20, credit uh, bounty on his head. To be brought to him dead because Zero has zero sense of humor. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. Hunting permits. Because you need permits to be a bounty hunter. There's a reason I found that really funny when I got to the section in the book about permits. You're like, done. Of course. Like, I just can't imagine Boba Fett applying for permits. (laughs) Right? You're like, oh my God. Uh, So you need an Imperial peacekeeping certificate, and that is 500 credits. Okay. Um, and then you would also need a target permit that is a hundred to a thousand credits per month, and it's basically an extradition permit. You need a sector permit, which is a thousand to ten thousand credits per month, and that is a permit. That is a permit to operate in a designated sector. Mm-hmm. You also need a system permit, which is fifty to five hundred credits per month. Bounty hunting is super expensive. Yeah, it seems um, like it. Good yeah. lord, I, I understand why. Like they have to get like some money up front. Like, Facts. Um, and that the system permit is to operate among the planets, moons, and space stations of a particular system, which you would think would fall under the sector permit, but they don't because money. Yeah. Um, you also need a capture permit, and the IOCI they 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 the like Imperial Office of Criminal Investigations they price gouge so hard on this um you could potentially be paying 25 percent of the total bounty and that permit is if you don't have time to get all the other permits it's a retroactive authorization of all of the above permits oh wow but you're gonna get screwed yeah and then you also have what the bounty hunters call the filing the gray permit which is bribing the right official oh god that I feel like right. it's the most common permit. Most <laughs> common. And like, so you can get paid for these bounties in credits, uh, rights of salvage, aka finders keepers, mm-hmm. um, land grants, mining permits, water rights, corporate stocks, or precious goods. Sounds all right. Yeah. So you can get paid in many different ways. <laughs> 
and then they the they have the um SEPI principle for okay. the hunt okay. of how you should approach your hunts. Phase one is selection. It's basically matching the hunter with the hunt. Uh, the book says most hunts that go bad were bad from the beginning. All right. If you are not the right bounty hunter for this job, then you shouldn't have this job. Oh, they, that makes they, sense. So the guild, the guild takes a lot of pride of matching their 100%. hunters to their acquisitions really well. Yeah. Um, phase two is evaluation, and basically, like they give them like a data dump. Like, here's all the shit you need to know. Like this, this is why with uh, Din Djarin in the in the Mandalorian, why Grogu is so weird. He doesn't get a hollow puck for Grogu. He just gets this tracking fob, which the tracking fob basically tracks the chain code, and the chain code is basically the Empire's way of tracking you wherever the fuck you are. Yeah. And so he doesn't have any of the information that he normally has, which is why he does break the code in that moment and start questioning uh, Carl Weathers' character about about what what the fuck is this. Yeah. Because this is weird. I'm assuming also that Din Djarin is, like, up there with, like, blacklist, like, elite bounty hunters. Okay. Um, that's my assumption. Uh, it's, it's basically know what you're getting into. Phase three is preparation. You know, just be prepared. Mm-hmm. Phase four, implementation. Finish what you started, which means a lot of bribery and, Im- and intimidation. Done. Yeah. And <laughs> they also have in the book the advantages of being a guild member. Okay. Which I love. The advantages of joining a guild as opposed as joining the guild as opposed to being an independent hunter is you have rental equipment at a fixed rate. Okay. You get information. They got a fuck ton of dirt. They got dirt everywhere. Uh, mediation. The bounty hunters guild has your back. They have intermediaries. If you have problems on a planet, you also are guaranteed legal rep- representation. Okay. I mean, if you legitimately fuck up and you break their code, they're not going to help you. Yeah, absolutely. if people are just, like, questioning you uh, and they think you've gone too far when you haven't, the guild has your back and they will send you a lawyer. Okay. Like, think they're like the yellow cabs of a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) You also have reciprocity. You get assistance from local authorities. And you also get reimbursed for that assistance so long as you keep your receipts and itemize all your deductions. Oh my it's in the gosh. fucking book. That's nuts. Yeah. That's so funny to me. I know. I think this Boba is Fett and Mando keeping their receipts. Yeah, and like, they've got like a little need a like, bookkeeper. A little like an accountant. Like, what is the like accordion? Like, <laughs> 100%. Uh, you also get sanctuary if okay. you need it. Training. They'll train you on, on how to fight certain things. If that's going to come up for you, you'll get repairs at little to no cost. You get the reputation, the uh, the reputation of the guild. You get yeah. like you get like fucking street cred being a guild member, and also retirement. That's funny. They have a generous benefits package, and they also can set you up to like take over like teaching or being an informant That's or so being funny. a broker. Like yeah, there was so much more to the guild that I thought there was, and it was so bureaucratic that I. I find it so fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, like, the book goes into all their different weapons and shit, and I, like, I I thought this was more interesting to me than to go into all these different bounty hunters' weapons. Yeah. And, like, tools of the trade and, and all that shit. Like, no, I want to know about yeah, your no, inner work. Yeah, like, details. this is, they are a democratic organization. So they funny. have elections. Sounds all right. I, oh. To me, so after hearing all of this, mm-hmm. I really do think the bounty hunters are the actors. Oh, the they Star Wars 100% Galaxy. are. This is the Actors Guild. Oh they my God. Are. They don't necessarily, they the they don't necessarily fit in anywhere else. No. They're a bit. But everyone in, is very intrigued by they're them. They're very intrigued by them, but they're always a bit much for whatever situation they're in. Where, where like, there's always one person who'd be like, God, I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, and they're, they're very much, they're the musical theater actors. Of, oh God, don't say that. Am I wrong? <laughs> Well, because I do like them. Not that I don't like musical theater actors. Hey, no, fuck it. I'm a musical theater actor. I'm I think annoying. they're just actors in yeah. general. I know. I, I just, I feel like that, that like personality where you just see it, where you walk into a room and you instantly know and you're like, there's going to be one. Yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> 
so funny. Well, all right. That was a lot of information. That was my that was my data dump for you. Information on all of the bounty hunters guild that you never knew you needed. You never knew like that's essentially what this entire show is. Information you never knew you needed. Never knew you needed. And that you probably didn't actually need. But my dumbass is willing to give it to you. You're welcome, guys. Force it upon. I do this for you guys. (laughs) Do you? Certainly not for myself. No, absolutely not. Oh, my God. (laughs) I would never. No. Well, I'm proud of them. They have etiquette and manners to a certain extent. They have like a very old guild. They're They're very organized. They're very structured. There's so much more structure in that than I thought there would be. Yeah. I thought that book, because that last week was the first time I opened that book. And I was like, oh, it's going to be like weapon shit. I I bought it just because it was a part of like the, you know. I was buying the other books and I was like, oh, let's throw that one in there too. And like, mm-hmm. oh, I get a little discount. Sure. I was not expecting the type of structure that I got from it. And the little notes in all those books are amazing. Like the, uh, there's, there's notes all over the Bounty Hunters Guild book of Greedo will write something. And then Bossick, who apparently just hates Greedo, will reply underneath it. It's like, good thing you're dead. I don't know who any of these people are, Maggie. I'm so sorry. Han killed killed Greedo. Okay. In A New Hope. Okay. That's who Greedo is. He's the the green guy, the Rodian. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. Bossick looks like a lizard. You you see him on... on the Star Destroyer when Vader's, like, talking all the, to all the bounty hunters. And he looks at Boba Fett and he's like, no disintegration. Okay. Bossick is, like, next to him. He's, like, the the alligator lizard-looking guy. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But Bossick just, like, writes underneath it and in certain places. And he's like, good thing you're dead. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> Apparently they just hate each other. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Well, there we go. That's yeah. It. Bounty That's Hunters Guild, guys. Bet you weren't expecting all that paperwork. Well, thank you guys for tuning in yet again. Thank you for bearing with us for another deep dive episode. I thought it was fun. The insane workings of what really goes into it. Okay, sometimes I find things more interesting than other people. I think it's a certain amount of details. Like, like, I appreciate the overview of certain things, but when you get so detailed-oriented, I'm just like, I've checked it out, man. Like, I love you. I'm so sorry. That is 100% fair. Like, I didn't even realize how many notes I wrote until I was done. I was like, huh. What? No worries. But it's less depressing than inhibitor chips. Sure. I'm just kidding. All right, guys, we are gonna we're gonna leave you on that note. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Love join you guys. Us, join us next week when we talk about no idea. That oh, I don't know either. Decided yet. Yeah, no, no I, I don't even know. <laughs> we have no idea what we're talking about next week. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It'll be, it's gonna be fun. There we go. It's gonna be fun. It'll be more fun than inhibitor chips, which I still think was really interesting. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll we'll find a happy topic Yay. for next week. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Mean it. Okay. Bye. Bye.